there's some folks out there that say, okay, to get control of your finances, you need to cut up your credit cards. Yep. Okay. That's like throwing aspirin at cancer, in my opinion. It's not dealing with the heart of the issue. Right. You may need to as a step to dealing with over-consuming or lack of discipline yep. or self-control. But the last two things that I bring up are the issues. It's not the credit cards. Right. Okay. And so when we really get down to it, it's the heart of the matter. Right. The heart of the matter is I do not have self-control and I don't have discipline in my money. And I guarantee you that it shows up in other areas of your life. This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Better Wealth from the front lines with Jeremy Rudhouse. Let's see if we can remember how to do this. It's been a while. <laughs> I'm so happy that you're back in the studio. Me too. And we're having we're going to have an amazing week together. Um, one of the things that we wanted to do as we were talking is we were talking about all kinds of issues as we as as you're especially literally on the front lines with people every day and you're hearing, you know, different strategies and different issues, there's one common theme. And it's actually interesting because the theme correlates very much to a book that we read. Yep. And that book is Extreme Ownership. So what I want to do for, for you guys watching or listening, I, I just want to challenge you with this. Listen. Take, take a step back and listen because I, I'll, I'll give you guys a little bit of a story. Going through Extreme Ownership, I had the mentality that when something was wrong, it wasn't necessarily my fault unless it was me. And after reading that book, every problem in better wealth is my fault, period. Yep. And like, and it's, and yes, and it's like, because of that, I need to lead well and we need to discipline and we need to keep accountability. Like we need to keep people accountable. But at the end of the day, it's so freeing. It's so freeing taking um, extreme ownership of my life and so there's a huge correlation to that and our money. And just imagine, and I'm going to let you talk because I know that you have, you've thought through this a little bit, but it's like imagine if people could take extreme ownership of where they're at financially and that they could look inward instead of looking outward at their money. Yeah, we, we <clears throat> I think we as a, a culture and a society, we don't like this topic, no. regardless of whether it's about money or, or really anything, because taking responsibility and being accountable to ourselves, but also to an organization, uh, 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 an entity, right? Like your company yeah. and taking extreme ownership over that is this idea of being a steward, a manager, yeah. um, <clears throat> and really, really, really internalizing that from a level that says, um, I will do these things. So, um, you know, thanks for sharing that. I, I, I appreciate that very much. Um, and the reason that I haven't been here in a while is has to do a little bit with extreme ownership. I, I recently had the opportunity to sell and buy a house, and it's all based off of want, which we're going to touch on in another episode uh, because we only need three things, and we'll touch on that later. But um, that's one of the reasons I haven't been here is because uh, in being at Better Wealth, I have been allowed and empowered to take extreme ownership over things like my family. And in in realizing how I wanted to do that and how we wanted to live out our life, we've been super blessed. We have an amazing place, but I've gone through a move this summer, the selling and buying of a house. During and, COVID. During COVID. <laughs> um, 
And so in, in doing that, I, I just have this real peace about where we are now. And it had to do with taking extreme ownership over my financial situation, um, which I don't want to describe as a situation. I think situation sounds negative, yeah. but just being accountable and saying, okay, these are the things that we want to do to live a more intentional life, both in family and in business and being able to be with the team here. And there's a relationship with our heart and our, I'm sorry, <laughs> our head and our yeah. heart about money. And what I'm finding in dialogues with, with many, many people is that, A, we don't want to take responsibility. No. Because it hurts. Okay, we, we may have a 10-year disaster with money that we have to come face-to-face -face with, but when we do that, it's freeing. So he, here's the dynamic, I guess. Um, there's some folks out there that say, okay, to get control of your finances, you need to cut up your credit cards. Yep. Okay, that's like throwing aspirin at cancer, in my opinion. It's not dealing with the heart of the issue. Right. You may need to, as a step, to dealing with over-consuming or lack of discipline yeah. or self-control. But the last two things that I bring up are the issues. It's not the credit cards. Right. Okay, and so when we really get down to it, it's the heart of the matter. Right. The heart of the matter is I do not have self-control and I don't have discipline in my money. And I guarantee you that it shows up in other areas of yeah. your life. Think of think of money as as a mirror, and it's like if you're having issues, like l let's just go back to the credit card issue. If you're having issues with that, yes, you can cut up your credit cards. And I and I would even be a proponent of like maybe that's a step. Sure. But like for that to be the roadmap, people are like almost looking at that action. It's it's very. I mean, we could go spiritual real quickly. It's it's very much like looking at the practice and not looking at the heart. And, and so we got to get super clear. It's like if we're struggling financially, another common, a common thing that I've run across is, is entrepreneurs, is people flexing, people doing certain things, buying things that they can't afford to put on a persona of success. Yep. And it's like, listen, like, no, you're smart enough to like see certain things, but you have an identity problem. And that's showing up in the decisions that you're making financially. And and so that's 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 big. What when you're when you're working with people and you're seeing these things, how do you get deeper? Because yeah, surface level, like that stuff can be addressed. And Dave Ramsey's helped a lot of people cut up their credit cards, and that's translated into behavior change. But like from as you work with people, what are like the key things that are sparking? That's really getting people to wake up and start this idea of extreme ownership. Because by the way, it it can be intense and scary. And the last thing someone yeah. wants is like, I'm already feeling bad about my money. The last thing I want is Jeremy to like make me feel worse. Yeah. Um, well, th through our process, it's kind of a self-discovery. Uh, I'm not going to tell you anything that you don't already know. Yeah. When somebody wants to come and work with Better Wealth, they're basically saying uh, a couple different things. It could be a super exciting situation for them because they're ready to launch to what's next. Or it could be a situation where I think I know what's inside this box, but I want to walk through it with somebody. Yeah. And and I do a lot of walking through with people on this part of their life. And again, I love what I do because we're dealing with heart issues. It, ha it We're talking about money. But we're dealing with issues that affect your family, that affect your work, that affect your ability to show up. A lot of times, I, I hope that I, I listen to a lot of our podcasts, and I say we we're here to measure not dollars but impact. Yeah. 
And that's so true. I, I do not, the, the money is not it for me as far as fulfillment is concerned. It's the impact. And the hours on Zoom or the, um, you know, follow-up emails or the how does this work, Jeremy, conversations that I have are super rewarding for me because I know that Caleb said money is like a mirror. Well, I think of it as an amplifier. Yeah, it, it, it kind of, when you plug in and you do it correctly, like if you take a, an electric guitar and you plug it into an amplifier, mm -hmm. amazing things can happen, yeah. okay? You take an electric guitar and you just play it in a closet, right? Not a lot of things can happen, but, but this can amplify what is inside of us. Yeah. And when we put money in its rightful place, use it as a tool and get on with the business of living an intentional life, magical things can happen. The scary part is opening that box. And so what do I do? I try to create a safe, um, inspiring place where those dialogues can happen and allow clients, members of Better Wealth Unlimited to discover what's yeah. down in there and then deal with it. I have a military mind. I did, I did 12 and a half years active duty. And a lot of times I, I make this analogy. Look, you guys are the commander. I'm the advisors to the commander. I like that. Okay. And we want you to take control. In fact, it's it's yeah. it's a huge deal. It's it's <laughs> it may be a core value of better wealth. <laughs> um, and when we control our consumption, we have a greater ability to control the resources that we intentionally set aside to do something more with. Yeah. So, I think that's how I would answer that, Caleb. Yeah. Is again. Yeah. It's just taking accountability. It's being there in the fighting hole yeah. with the other well, person going, look, I get this. And I, I, and I, I love this. the amplifier. I love the amplifier example because it's so true. It's almost very much like leverage too. And this will be another episode. Stay tuned. But it's like, yeah, you can do your thing. You can be the most amazing, you know, at the guitar, but no one's hearing you. Yep. And then the same thing goes with like, yeah, you could, you can have this amazing idea, but if you're not able to figure out a business and bring people in and share the vision, same thing with your money. If your money's not working well, if it's not being properly leveraged, if it's not being efficient. And so, so there's a couple things to think about. And I like calling, I like doing like one call to action. I feel like there's three here, so that's <laughs> shame on us, but it's like, number one, look within. If you have something, if you have an outward problem, period. This could be money. This could be your marriage. This in there, I'm giving marriage advice and I'm not married, but this could be any area of your life. Look inward first. Also this concept of extreme ownership. It's so freeing you guys when you can say, I have an issue because of me, not because of Jeremy, not because of my team member, not because of my spouse, not because of my, my friend or roommate, it's because of me. And then also like, what does it look like when we can, when we can truly figure out how to amplify um because money is truly just uh, a mirror and an amplifier of like what we're, what we're, what's going on we've seen people use that good bad and and in some cases very very ugly absolutely and parting shot is again please don't think that everybody has an issue with self-control and discipline that's that's definitely not the case there that can be overboard too. Yeah. There's the analysis paralysis cases right. where we have diagnosed and overdiagnosed to the point where we can't take an action step and do anything, see anything, have a greater vision. Yeah. So it can also go the other direction. I mean, trust me, I see spreadsheets where where it's unreal. Like yeah. down to the penny 
Um, and I'm not saying that that's bad. In fact, I encourage that. But down to the penny planned out for 20, 30, and 40 years, but inability to act. Yeah. Yeah. So just just realize that there's all spectrums of this. And um, we wanted to address this because we want to be real and we want to be honest with, uh, with with how we look at this. Yeah. I love it. I think those are, those are our final thoughts. Um, thank you so much for listening, Jeremy. I'm excited to do this series with you. And uh, yeah, go, go check us out, betterwealth.com. You could subscribe and we're, we're continuing to grow on YouTube. And so we appreciate all of you guys. Jeremy, thank you. My pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review and share this with the people that you know and love.